We believe that knowledge should be shared as much as possible. We, we agree, except it's mostly for us. <laughs> it's okay. I put in, like, that two-page guide we have on washing dishes. Anyway. Perfect. That was my favorite book. It's okay. I'll make you a coffee. I, ma- I made extras. <laughs> Yes, you were. No, you weren't. I just can't yes, read. Yes, I was. No, you weren't. Pretty you you go on looking for, uh, for uh, you know, cat breeds, and an hour later you find yourself reading about Civil War cannons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, somehow. Yeah. yeah. She literally followed the link that said squirrel. I think we're going to have to split the party. No. Chapter 111, The Little Libraries. Okay. So, um, we are here with a different set of characters again. I know we've left you with a terrible cliffhanger uh, with the main group, but uh, we need to return back to the Feywild and visit our tabaxi friends again. So, why don't we quickly go around the table and tell everybody who we are. So, Melanie, why don't you start us off? Who are you playing? All right. I am playing Jade Claw, a tabaxi ranger. Ah, and what and what, uh, what does Jade Claw look like? Jade Claw has black fur and bright green eyes. Ah, that's the name, huh? Very good. And what type of ranger is she? Is she mainly a, a shooting ranger or is she a pet ranger? I am a bow ranger, a shooty ranger. Okay. Pew, pew. Very good. And Bryce, who are you playing? I'm playing Gray Fog, a gray tabaxi, who is a rogue. I'm an assassin rogue, although when I'm working alone, that's pretty handy. But while I've been with this group, we usually make too much noise and don't run fast enough and doesn't really come in use that much. Very good. Yeah, you got that Russian blue coat, so you blend in with the night. Okay, and Matt? I am Moon Undermountain, a former tabaxi, now Mountain Dwarf. Uh, I am a cleric. Excellent. And what type of coat does Moon have? Um, Well, I don't have a coat. Exactly. But I have a gray beard streaked with white, and I have retained a chipped tooth, and for some reason I have yellow eyes. Yeah, so you retained a little bit in in your reincarnation. Okay, and then Owen? I play Red Sunrise, the mystic, also the librarian of the, the head librarian of the tabaxi. He's a bright orange tabby, um, and I study the Order of the Awakened, and my specialty quirks include, uh, I never wear anything on my feet, and I always talk to my imaginary friend. Yes, yeah, so Mr. Snuffleupagus is with you. Very good. And finally, Jesse, who are you playing? I'm playing Misty Fog, um, a sorcerer of the Draconic Bloodline. I honestly don't remember what color coat she has. I didn't write it down ever, but I think she has a gray coat because she is of the same clan, I think, as Gray Fog is. I didn't even know we had clans. I, I just, re- we have the same family surname. Lines. Family lines. Uh, family lines, yeah. yes. I'm in clan. Same, same in the litter there, yeah. S- same litter. <laughs> so, presumably a gray coat. Sorry if that's a continuity error. Mm. But because she is a draconic sorcerer um, of a brass dragon bloodline, she has sort of parts of her fur are patchy and she's got like scales underneath that glint brassy. I didn't even think about this, but... What if Loquax is her mom? Ooh. Oh, that'd be that'd be cool. Uh, or just like part of the bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. Loquax had like a really weird phase that she went through. If it were an ancient duck, it would be Loquax. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, obviously you got little scaly patches yes. and things like that. And you 
crave fiery and foods. I think I can make myself have wings every once in a while too. Yeah, Pretty just, sure. Just down a Red Bull. Yeah. Okay. okay. We're not going to comment on it. Just keep moving. Just <laughs> shush. <laughs> okay. And so if you all remember when we last left the tabaxi, you are on a quest to find what you believe to be a Lowell's old missing spell book. And you don't know if this is his actual honest to goodness spell book. And obviously getting a hold of that would cripple him. Or if uh, this is maybe a backup spell book or maybe one of the older ones he had a thousand years ago that maybe he's left beside. But you got a wind of a spell book and you've been looking ever since. You uh, went to the old uh, summer palace for the royals and found that it had been buried in a huge uh, collapse of ice behind an ancient waterfall. Didn't find it there. Found evidence that someone had been there before you. You're still a little puzzled on that. And then trying to figure out where you might possibly go next, you end up going back to the Feywild. So you had gone back to Vilas Kalii and joined the elves there. And then um, they had gotten you passage back to the Feywild. However, that didn't start out the way you were hoping. You had no sooner set foot into the Feywild then you were attacked by a corpse flower. And it uh, made mincemeat of the whole lot of you, by and large. And it was looking pretty darn bad for you. Um, I think it was a couple of you were down. A couple were just overcome by the uh, terrible stench of the corpse flower. And uh, the couple of you that were left standing were barely holding it off when <laughs> the, uh, the elvish um, patrol that had been dispatched to guide you in finally arrived a little bit late and were able just to gun it down with their uh, archers. And that's where we are now. The uh, dust has settled. It still reeks of, of uh, dead bodies from the corpse flower. And actually, if you remember, it had corpses attached to the outside, which it would just suck in. And those couple of corpses just kind of with a wet splooching sound, just pop off the outside and roll down into the uh the meadow with you and uh the uh head of the elvish uh battalion that's uh, here to rangers patrol says i'm sorry uh, we are late in arriving i hope that no one here is in too bad a shape <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good one i think i'm, I think I'm I unconscious i didn't write I'm things zero. down like a total loser I'm melanie's so down yeah Melanie's down. Is I I'm, seem I'm to down. be okay. Hi. Uh, I'm down. You I'm have no idea four. what you I'm at. You should heal people. Heal, heal person. Yeah, yeah. I can do cure wounds. Who needs it? Why I'm unconscious. Or maybe, or maybe the uh, elves can do something too. Yeah. So the the elves attend. They'll attend to uh, um, to Misty there, and they do a. a a cure wounds to bring you back up and then are you gonna attend to uh jade and red there i'll attend to jade so let's see i will cure wounds on you and that is 1d8 plus my modifier which is hold on where did i write that down which is five so red You'll get 13. Thank you. And who else needs it? Me. And you will get 12. Now I'm going to use my hit dice. Okay. Do a little first aid there? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I actually get higher than... I'm probably going to have to use... I'm going to use both of mine. Oh yeah, no. I was at 7 hit points. I just found it. I get 11 back. So the elves attend to you there, Misty. Okay. And you get uh, 10 hit points back right away. Cool. And then you can obviously use uh, hit die or okay. whatever you want. I'm now at half hit points. We could do two hit die? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we're above level five. I'll use a hit die too. Ooh. Nice. 
I'm sorry. That's okay. Welcome to my life. <laughs> Except not this my life. That's what it's like to be a sorcerer. Because you get two of them. Sorcerer right? life. I mean, you get two, right? Yeah. We get two as well. No, 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 but you get double healing per hit die. On my sorcerer, yeah. yeah. I don't think I do, though. No. No, because I have, we have a, the periapt. I have a periapt mm, enclosure. Right. Okay. So, uh, where are we all sitting at now? Um, Jade, how healed are you? I have 20 hit points out of 38. Okay, so about half. And then, Gray, were you even damaged? Because no, you always really. stand back and hide, yeah. And Moon, how are you doing? I'm good. Okay. And uh, then Red? I'm at half. Okay, and Misty? Um, I'm at about half. Okay. A little over. The Well, the, the leader says, um, and uh, he says his name is Tranya. And he says, um, let us journey and we can attend to you more as, as we go along. And uh, he, he bows deeply to you and says, I am very pleased to make your acquaintance. Um, it's very rare that we get people from far that come to journey to ferry. Uh, this is a very special occasion. Um, and I have been commanded to bring you before the Winter Queen herself to discuss your mission with her. Cool. Thank you very, oh, in her mind, in their mind. Thank you very much. And they <laughs> they kind of jump a little bit and they realize, ah, yes, we have heard that you are one who can speak mind to mind. We heard that you are a weirdo. Yes. <laughs> Special. That's Willie's time. That's nice. Do you think they like me? Okay, me too. <laughs> and the elves kind of just glance sideways at each other when he's doing that talking to no one in particular. And like, okay. I think they think I'm weird again. Dang it. Nervous laughter. Like, <laughs> <laughs> of course, they always view all the people from far as being just a little off kilter. And I'm just a great representation. Yeah, yeah way to represent, dude. Represent. Represent. I've got a chipped tooth. We have a bubble with our owls. <laughs> I'm about to cause serious wounds on someone. I can just like eat your mind. Was that with the okay. Y? With e? Yeet your mind or eat your mind? No Y. No Y. You'd mind? have to chop my head off to yeet my mind. <laughs> Wouldn't mind, be the first time. Well, let's see. What do I yoded. have? Just kidding. Um. Okay, very good. And uh, they take off and uh, they do a pretty good job. They have a, a couple of uh, their rangers, druids, and so forth behind you and a couple in front of you. And then... Um, uh, one flanking on either side to make sure that you guys are well protected as they go through. And you guys start to uh, take off. And it's really weird um, because, you know, you start going to the what looks like to be the west initially. And then you kind of you kind of go through a grove of trees and you realize that the sun is now in front of you, even though you haven't changed direction and then, um, you know, maybe an hour later, you go through another grove of trees, and now the sun is off to your east, even though you haven't changed direction. Uh, but the uh, rangers themselves seem to have no trouble, no, you know, they know exactly where they're going. Um, and I need a constitution roll from everybody who is injured. So if you have any injury at all, give me a constitution roll. 19. 5. 14. If only we had a paladin. Okay, and um, Jade, you uh, you're a little worse for wear, and you start lagging, and uh, the whole group uh, says, "Well, perhaps we should uh, stop for a few minutes here uh, and refresh ourselves." And they stop beside this a beautiful stream um, that collects into a little bit of a little bitty pool there, and they all stop and, and scoop some water out to drink. And you can all use another hit die now or two if you'd like. keep rolling so low it's so disappointing if you were a demon you'd be rolling loth oh my gosh wow that. a whole one okay <laughs> plus constitution you can roll yes well time. now two okay. but i'm 16 down there we go i'm only 11 down now but it's not only is it 15 out of 38 no 25 you're at 25 yes that is how math works yes indeed no, that's not how math works. You rolled a three, and then you rolled a two. I was you at, at twenty. You're at ten. No, I was not. Okay, 
Was it 20? Yes, you were. No, you weren't. I just yes, can't I read. was. No, you weren't. I just okay. can't read about the Malogtanes. You're bad. <laughs> okay, and uh, we refresh ourselves with the uh, with the stream water, and everyone gets a little snack, and you change your bandages and so forth. And uh, you take off again, and you actually start to get into the elvish settled lands, I guess you'd say. And just like in Valius Calliae, the elves seem to build their houses in a way they're dispersed. They're not like down streets or anything. They're one here, one there. But it looks like they haven't even had to move a single bush or a single tree to place their houses. They seem to be in just perfect harmony to, with the surroundings that they have. But it's interesting what you see here that you don't see in Valius Calliae in front of each of the houses is a smaller version of that house about you know two feet high three feet wide on a post and you're kind of puzzled as to what that can be and then you see an elf come up to one of them and he opens the front and takes a book out of his bag and puts it in there and takes another book out of the little miniature house and closes it and goes on his way adorable he did open a door. <laughs> it's a door, a book. Quite Are those Library. miniature libraries? It's a, oh, yes. Um, knowledge is very respected here in the Feywild. So everybody tries to share what knowledge they have. And they go and uh, put a small miniature library in front of their house. We're all like, library? What? <laughs> <laughs> slowly raiding all those <laughs> mailboxes. We may be able to use it for the future. Take out my notebook that I take mm-hmm. everywhere. As they're distracted by him, I'm going to like start raiding all the library. <laughs> Showing everything in your backpack. So I, I go up actually to an elf the and I say, is there a way that we could uh, rig such a library uh, with our homeland with, with yours here? So that we might share books from our library with you here in the Feywild. And the ranger says, uh, well, that would be beyond the scope of my duties or knowledge. Um, there may be some way, but obviously we have the barrier between worlds to deal with. Interdimensional but library. I think it's a worthy cause to follow. Perhaps you could mention that to the Winter Queen when you meet with her. I agree. I we shall. should do that. I think mm-hmm. we should do that. Do you think we should do that? Sounds like a good idea. I don't know. Oh, he's we are the head librarian again. Oh, hmm. oh sorry. <laughs> And you notice, like, everybody's staring at you, Red. Except, of course, the rest of the tabaxi who are just, like, ignoring you as usual. You're using your inside voice again. (laughs) (laughs) No one else got that? (laughs) I mean, mean, we all got it. We just didn't laugh as hard as (laughs) You can get a joke but not think it's funny. I forgot to laugh. I, I laughed with my inside voice. <laughs> okay. And they uh, continue on. And eventually you come to a building that is much larger than any one that you've seen so far. Um, probably maybe even three or four dozen people could live in this building. It's so huge. Um, and the ranger turns to you and says, we are here. The home of the winter nobility. Please enter, and Her Majesty will be waiting for you in the audience chamber. Thank you very much. And he just sort of bows low Mm -hmm. to you and gestures to the door. Walk inside. I walk inside. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there is a big, long hall that uh, opens up on this, and it just opens into this kind of open-air atrium. And it doesn't even have a back wall. It's just like pillars. And sitting there waiting is the Winter Queen. She's dressed in her pale white gown with a pale blue uh, embroidery on it. And uh, once again, her uh, gems glitter like frost on snow and, you know, interspersed in her jet black hair. And she says, greetings, Far Landers. Please approach and discuss with me your quest. Step forward, bow. She says, I have brought cardboard boxes for all of you. 
Thank you, your majesty. We all have an overwhelming urge <laughs> to go sit in them. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so there are actually a bunch of chairs here for, for you to sit down. She says, please sit. Your journey must have been very exhausting. That is one way of saying it. And she says, so tell me uh, of your quest. I have gotten some small word from Maroka. You are trying to find a book. Yes, it seems to be a very powerful uh, spell book. That um, we got it because we just we just want it, right? <laughs> well, you believe that it's Lowell's spell book, and if it's his real spell book, it'll mm. cripple him because he can't recharge his spells. And even if it's not, if it's a spare spell book or one he's discarded in the past, it still could be uh, yeah. amazingly valuable to you. Not only do we want to expand our resources in the Tabaxi Library, but we also believe that this spellbook once belonged to a Lowell. And she says, that name, it keeps coming up. The troubles of your realm seem to be circling around him. I am doubly sorry that we have caused you this pain. Yes, we believe that he will uh, soon become crippled if we find his spellbook, or we will just gain knowledge upon what he might be using. Well, what can we do here to aid you? We believe that it is located in Fairy. Well, no, you don't think it's located in Fairy. You guys are Oof, here because you're mind. hoping for information mm. that might be able to narrow down where it might be in Far. Because Alowal never made it back to Fairy. Oh, yeah. Oops. Thought it was in Fairy. Talking um, to your imaginary friend again, filling your head with lies. We believe that the elves in Fairy might have some insight on where Alowal uh, left it in Far. Says, well, very good. Um, well, I understand that you are the head librarian. I am, in fact, for the Tabaxi. I will on the morrow. You can visit with our head librarian, and you can discuss your plan for discovering the information that you seek. Until yeah. then, will you join me for a fine supper? You must be very hungry after all your privations on the road. May I ask one more question? Sure. On our walk over. We saw that in front of each of your, uh, the homes of your people, you have miniature libraries. Ah, uh, yes. We were uh, conversing with ourselves, and we thought that uh, it might be a good idea to put potentially link those libraries to our library so that we may further knowledge of for both our people. Well, this is a worthy idea. Obviously, we do have the difficulty of the barrier between worlds, but... Perhaps we can find a way to exchange books back and forth more often. That would be <laughs> wonderful. Would the head librarian know anything about that? Or will we have to contact some of your uh, mages? I will talk to my brothers and sisters in the Court of Seasons. And I will see what we can arrange. Thank It'll you very take much. some doing. But... Should we adjourn to dinner? Okay. I think that would be best. Food. Okay. And she takes you uh, to a dining room down the way. And once again, um, Elvish food is just amazingly flavorful. Uh, it's just absolutely fantastic what they can do with vegetables. Um, they, uh, you, you almost don't even miss meat. It's so good. Impossible burger of the fairy. Yes. <laughs> I just, still kind of want some meat. <laughs> I do too. I hear they Cats serve squirrels sometimes. Yeah. Squirrel? Yeah. Squirrel? Squirrel? We're not talking about yeah, 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 they serve squirrels sometimes, but only if you're exceptionally bad. Yeah. I can be exceptionally bad. <laughs> what? <laughs> you and your imaginary friend. And, um, you know, it's course after course, and you guys basically are in a food coma by the time you're done. And uh, they lead you down the hall to your rooms, which once again are cardboard boxes in front of fires, so you can stay nice and warm. And uh, then uh, you guys spend a peaceful night. So you wake up the next day. Uh, does anyone need to use a couple more hit die before you go to bed? Yes. Might as well. Come on, 16. Oh my gosh, wow. Yes. Dang it. 11, so 13. Here. You only have a plus one constitution? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm only down three. three. That's not that bad. Yeah, me too. 
And you can wake up. Or you can just not get hit. Yeah, you can just not get hit. <laughs> okay, so you get a nice restful day and you wake up the next morning. And um, all of you are feeling fine. Um, you can use anyone that's injured can use two more hit dice to start the day. Just use one more. But all of your spell slots are refreshed. All of your hit dice are refreshed. Oh yeah, my I, gosh! I got a. Two more. Now points? I get a high Na yeah. roll. No, 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 you needed thirteen, right? I needed two. How, how many do you need? Sixteen. Oh. So now I'm at forty-five out of forty-six. <laughs> I'm at 46 out of 38. You should see if they have any paladins you can go and request one hit point from. Perhaps. Or you could just wait till later on and you're feeling better. Yeah. Okay. Or I could use another hit die button. No. It's one hit one. Are there paladins of the elves? You don't know. You could ask while you're here. Or I could look through their books and see if they reference <laughs> them. The socially awkward. Oh, no, no, no. I want to look at their books anyway. That way you don't have to talk to anybody. It's no, good. also it's books. Good. Then, it's a good plan. Oh, okay. Also books. And books. Okay, so um, you guys get up in the morning, and there's a gentle knock at your door, and there's a, a different elf than one you've seen, and uh, he indicates that there is breakfast laid for you before you go on to meet the librarian. And it's basically just all breads and cheeses, kind of a little continental breakfast. A little bit of fruit there. And uh, after polishing that off, um, he says he will lead you to the librarian. And he takes you out the door. And after probably a good half an hour walk, you end up in front of a house that is just like every other house you've seen pretty much. It's no, it's not big. It's not huge. It certainly doesn't look like a library. I mean, the, the, the house in front, the little mini library house is a little bigger than the ones you've seen. But it doesn't look terribly promising. And he says, the librarian is here and will greet you. you know, have a very good day. And he bows and heads back to the, uh, apparently where he came Thank from. Thank you very much. I think he was very nice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. And uh, do you guys go up and knock on the door? Yes. And excitedly. There's no answer for a little while. And then all of a sudden the door opens and there is a little elf child, probably, you know, if in human terms, like 12 years old or 10 years old. Is actually 80. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and uh, she says, you must be the guest. Please come in. You can see my grandfather. And she leads you to the back and you never met him. But if you had been at the Court of Seasons when they met with the other party, there was an ancient elf that was there that had was the mm. expert and it is that very elf that is here and he's sitting in a chair in a pool of sunlight snoozing and she goes up and, join him. and says grandpa grandfather grandfather wake up they're here and he's like oh what what oh oh who's here oh 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 you're here very good um and he slowly kind of creaks up into a, you know, upright and gives you a, a deep bow. And says, it has been so very long since we've seen anybody from far. It's so good to see you. Uh, this is a great treat for me. Um, you know, I've, I got to visit far just a little while ago. Um, it was a treat as well. Um, but um, um, I begin to dither on. Sorry. Please tell me of your mission, your quest, your... Um, task that you have and I will see if I may aid it with my knowledge I'm just gonna like kind of stand like starstruck a little bit for a moment and then like snap back to my senses uh, we are looking for the uh, old spell book of a Lowell and we thought that you might be able to give us some insight on where that might be in far yes a Lowell um, I had to uh, look him up for my visit to uh, meet with the delightful party of, of adventurers there in, uh, in Valles Calliae. And he was a mage of renown. He left Ferry uh, back a thousand years ago or more when uh, the gate to, to Far was still open and started a school of illusion there. 
um, and was very famous for his magical works. He pushed the edges of the School of Illusion, uh, advanced whole new forefronts while he was there, and taught it to many of the, uh, the folks in Far. Uh, he was, was one of the most respected of the magical schools. Um, it was a great tragedy, uh, as I've read in the, uh, the tomes of the day, that he never made it back when the gates to Far were closed, um, after the great magical cataclysm that gripped your world. And it was assumed that he had died. Uh, because the amount of time that had passed between the closing and the reopening of the gates was beyond the length of an elvish lifespan. Uh, obviously, uh, we were wrong in that. Um, but what is, what is it that you're looking for specifically? We, we are looking for knowledge about the, the whereabouts of his spell book. Mm -hmm. Oh, very interesting. Well, current, obviously, we wouldn't know where his spellbook is per se, but perhaps we can run down where he most likely would have gone. Um, now, um, how dispersed is your library? I understand you are the librarian. How many hundreds or thousands of locations is your library in? in? We have one location. Really? <laughs> yes. One branch. That's fascinating. The, all of our knowledge is in this one... Uh, enormous library and it is massive mine branches because it's in a tree it's wonderful and i love it very much it's well that's fascinating home. obviously sorry that simplifies everything when looking for a book however at the same time uh, it makes it very vulnerable i one fire could take the entire thing out yes that's why we have wonderful wonderful firefighters <laughs> not to mention jade claw with her bow keeping the undead at bay that was me keeping the undead at bay most of the time. It was all of us keeping the undead okay. at bay. And Jake Claw. I was in the front, saves, though. Everyone saves the library. Yes. So, well, um, that is something. Here in the Feywild, we do it slightly different. No doubt you've noticed a small house in front of each of our houses. Yes. Yes, We every a citizen of the Feywild keeps a small library of their own. And um, you, everyone is welcome to withdraw and deposit books as they will. Uh, we believe that knowledge should be shared as much as possible. We, we agree, except it's mostly for us. <laughs> would we be... We were wondering if you would be able to... <laughs> amazing. <laughs> well played, my friend. Well played. We were uh, thinking that... We were thinking that we might be able to share our library with and combine it with yours potentially, uh, and set up a few of those little houses with ours. Well, that's a, a grand idea. Um, I'm just not sure how we would go and deposit and and remove books, but I will put some thought to that and see what we can do. Uh, certainly, a sharing of knowledge um, would be beneficial for both races especially if you put books in our library especially, especially if you put books in our library and return all of our books to our side but i do agree we agree yes we agree very good um well let us see what we can do so as i said our library is widely dispersed so um i can look up with the little tiny libraries that we have that might possibly have information you would be interested in uh, but then you'll have to go and visit them all. And he uh, pulls up a sheaf of parchment and starts opening up some books and looking about and um, starts running down. He starts writing down a whole bunch of different locations. And he says, yes, these are these are the most likely ones that I have that would contain a tome that would be of use to you. And he uh, says... Uh, um, now you'll have to visit all of them, I'm afraid. And there's like this laundry list of them, and uh, and he, he looks, you know, very pleased with himself and looks expectantly at you. I am totally okay with visiting all of these. I think we're gonna have to split the party. No. Okay. Um, the only way to do it was actually if you break it up and each of you takes a certain number. 
Um, and, they, and are these categorized by uh, area, location? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> he says, but one trouble is locations in the Feywild, you may have noticed, aren't quite as set as they are in Far. I, I understand in Far that you can, for instance, go east from one location and you will always hit another location. Yes. It, is yeah, that always not, the same location as is well. Is that not the normal? Not quite. In, in, in Fairy, um, oftentimes you'll have to go a different direction than you went last time to run into the same location you're looking for. Will we be able to get a few guides to help us? Oh, well, that would have been a good idea. And he turns to his, his uh, granddaughter and says, Can you quickly scare up a group of guides to co- be companions for our new friends here? Please, because I'm very not smart. I will get lost. He says, well, we don't want that. And the little girl goes scampering out Maybe of the... Maybe two yeah. for, for yes. our friend here. She goes scampering out the door. And uh, while you guys are kind of dividing up, which would be best with him uh, for you to visit, um, pretty soon she comes back with, you know, five um, other urchins uh, that uh, they're all, you know, in their um, tweens and teens. And uh, and she says, I found some friends. We can help you. Yay. Yay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to, like, get mine really, get, like, my block really quickly and go back and ask him. You mentioned another party of individuals in Valescalia? Yes. Um, some, well, I guess in your time months ago, um, I was summoned to actually go to Far. And there was a group of, um, a very strange group. Uh, they had um, several members that looked like they might have been half-elven. But then there were two very exceptional members of the group. One of them had reddish skin and horns. And the other one looked like to be a walking dragon. That is very interesting. Did we know of any party? Did the Tabaxi know of Yes, party? you guys saw one yeah, saw very similar walking. that walking along the high road um, just, before the, uh, just before you were attacked by the undead. Hmm. Interesting, then. And they were headed in the direction of Valley's Cali. Did we see them when we went to to the where the ice city was? No, no, they went. Okay. They came before us. Okay, and, yeah, and you, we, you just we, knew we that someone was there, and they left okay. you a magical javelin. Okay. <laughs> That's oh, nice. right. Okay, so um, you have all the the uh, Goonie squad that's going to help you out, and they all agree to take you in whichever direction you want to go. And they can they they know where all these libraries are, they can help. The trouble is there's a lot of them there, and you guys had a very tiring day yesterday. So I need everybody to make for me a constitution roll. Not a saving throw, just a constitution. Just a constitution roll. roll, yeah. All right. Twelve. Okay. Seventeen. Six from the dwarf with the eighteen constitution. <laughs> Fifteen. Sorry, 14? 16. Okay. And so basically, if you rolled um, 13 or under, you are only going to be able to visit three of the libraries because you'll just tire out. Obviously, Moon, with your short legs, you just can't travel that far. Um, and Jade, maybe you're just a little more zapped. You were, you were pretty badly affected. Uh, but the rest of you, you can visit one more for every point above 13 you rolled. So you had 17. I did? Yeah. Great. I don't yeah. remember. <laughs> and I got 14. 14, so, got so you more. get one extra one. And I get three extra. The three extra. Okay, so make for me a investigation roll for each one of the things. So you, oh, man. you have your basic three. Oh, man. And tell me how many that you find that are above a 15. Oh, man. And is it, how many do I get then? I have three plus So you get four? seven total. Seven, seven rolls, yeah. Seven? One. Okay, so Jade, you got one. This yeah. this is fun. What was I the one that we this. had to beat? You 15. had to beat a 15. I love playing a character with minus one on intelligence. Oh my gosh. That was a 17, not a net 20. So gray? Um, one, let's see. Two, three, three. Three. Can I borrow a d20? Three of those? Sorry, and one of those was a net 20? Or... One of them was a net 20. Okay. 
And wow. then moon? Two. Two, okay, good. Looking. And red? One. Okay. And finally, Misty. I got two zeros. So, <laughs> wait, did, did you, you get, get any? Hang on, hang on. Uh, that's, this is so incredibly sad. Um, I got one 14. Oh. And two eights, a nine, and two zeros. <laughs> so, in so, other words, you missed the giant book that says to a low all's. I said spell I'm book. not very smart. <laughs> well, what happens, Misty, with you is you start going through the books and you just become fascinated and it's it's like being stuck on wikipedia where you, you go on looking for uh, for uh, you know cat breeds and an hour later you find yourself reading about civil war cannons yeah oh yeah and, somehow yeah. yeah she literally followed the link that said squirrel yeah <laughs> yeah and but i did get 114 because yeah. that that no, still does nothing not yeah so so yeah misty you find a lot of fascinating stuff but you come up empty-handed Jeez. nice misty and then um so, Red, um, you and Jade each find one good reference to a Lowell in there. Um, but basically what you find is that you find the reference to his uh, tower and his mm-hmm. magic school, which you guys have already run down. Yes. And then Moon, you find something similar, but you also find that he was advisor to the queen. The, the magical tutor. Um, and so you think that... Is that new information? Um, this is new information to you, yeah. To, but like as players, did we know that already? Yeah, because you had to go talk to the queen to oh, find out who right. the tutor was. Oh, you're right. I'm so was. sorry. That was so long ago. <laughs> that was a whole part of the whole first half yes, of the adventure. Yes, yes, I'm sorry. In your window. I'm not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> the whole window Remember experience. falling off a log, jumping off a window. I'm blaming this on the character. So Moon, you think that perhaps visiting yes. the old... Um, capital might still be an, an idea, even though obviously the Tabaxi live just slightly north of it, and you've journeyed down there many times. But maybe it'd be worthwhile to look one more time. And then um, Gray, you um, find a number of references to Lowell and kind of run down a, a very po- a very positive uh, rabbit hole, and you actually find a reference that before just before the cataclysm it's it's a it's a kind of a journal note of somebody that had been journeying in far as the whole situation there was unraveling and they were beginning to um you know wars were beginning to break out and the mages were beginning to take over and he said that um he had actually been meeting with a lowall um, who was then returning to his school of music, or music, <laughs> his school of, of magic. Sacramento. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's a magical school that does have a bassoon section. Oh, good. Uh, it would be a, a, a dulcimer at that time. Yeah. So evil. Yes. It was a double read. It has to be bad, right? Yeah. Shamer, dulcimer, or something. Yeah. And he was actually spending a, a good deal of time in Ubrium Concordia where the um, oracle is as uh, a number of potentates had uh, you know converged there to consult the oracle on what to do with the situation that was worsening in far and that seems to be um gray the most recent reference you guys have mm. do we know it's illegal to go there yeah Oh man, we, do, well, do, we, exactly do we, we care? Want to do no. it? No. Do we care? No. Gotta do it. We literally and stole the gnome tome. I mean, well, you saved it. Yeah, and we literally. They were, no, I'm okay with tome. saying we stole it. They, I don't even. They mind. weren't using it anyway. Yeah, it was in it, a dungeon. It was, it was in a are basement. They, are they using the oracle? Monster? Are they using the oracle? Eh, no, they're not. I mean, the last person to go Let's there was a baron a very Let's long time it. ago, right? I'm, I, I mean, no one else would go there. It's illegal. Yeah. And they actually live in cities. Let's steal the oracle. Do it. Yes. <laughs> she has infinite knowledge. Let's take if it. If you can figure Let's out what she's saying. The oracle. I'm down. Take it. Okay, so you guys all converge um, at the end of the evening there. And what do you tell each other? We're going to steal the oracle. I say, hey, man, we might be able to find it in the old capital. I found lots of cool stuff today, guys, but I don't remember any of it. Which surprises none of you. (laughs) I only found information that we already knew, but it was very good to refresh on it. So, did I have any books in my backpack? Of course. 
Great. I'm going to swap it out with this journal because it's a library. Okay. Anyway, so I found this. It's okay. I paid for it and everything. Um, <laughs> you guys don't believe that for a minute. I don't care. <laughs> it's okay. I put in like that two-page guide we have on washing dishes. Anyway. Perfect. That's my favorite book. It's okay. I'll make you a copy. I, ma- I made extras. <laughs> anyway, so. They're in every patrol box. This is a journal of, an, of a uh, mystic from thousands of thousand years ago. And he or she, I don't, I can't tell. They don't use. It um, actually doesn't even name the person. Yeah. So it could be, it could have been a hamster for all you know. Okay. It was the a hamster, hamster that wrote this. Accepted. <laughs> the hamster that Shredrick wrote this. Too. Your mother uh, Shredrick negative five, actually. Actually, it's been a thousand years. Shredrick negative like 50 million. Yeah. <laughs> wrote this and they were in far right as all of it went down. And they say. That Alowal was meeting with the people who were big at the time in Urium Concordia to try to consult with the mystic, the oracle. the oracle, to see if they could do anything to stop what was happening. Very and interesting. if they were in there when it went down, you might run really fast and might forget things because that's in the middle of the waste. So. I'm like, that's probably pretty big ground zero-ish area. And I think you should let me hold on to the book because I'll suspect you. I paid for it. Just saying. It's a library. I've watched how they work. Go through the book metal detector things off. (laughs) I I ran it over the silver plates I have in my backpack anyway. It wouldn't set anything off. Good. Come on. Okay, only, so you've got you a think couple. I wouldn't of, take precautions. The only book that I took out was um, an ID of fire plants, which is interesting that they have. Because I thought that was pretty interesting. That is indeed useful. Maybe if we run into any of the attacking kind back home, we'll be able to we'll recognize be able to go. them. Wait. I mean, ah, ideally, if we notice that it's firm. attacking us, we go, "Hey, that is an attacking plant." Just like go to the attacking plant section. Oh, but we can know which one it is. Okay. It's a it's a bush of jade claw crowd control. <laughs> okay, so you have a couple of fertile leads there, and um, you uh, return the the it's teenagers return you plant. all to the library, and actually the uh, winter queen is there consulting with the librarian, and she rises to greet you. And says, ah, here are searchers. Did you find any useful information? I hope you were successful in your quest. We did indeed. I believe we have a couple good leads that will help us towards finding the spell book. Well, I hope that it will aid you and your success will aid this other party in defeating a Lowall. So um, your rooms are prepared for you again tonight. And in the morning, the uh, rangers will lead you back to the gateway to Valis Kalii. And your home. I'm sure you must be missing your home by now. We are often on the search for adventure. And although it is nice to go home, we generally do not get homesick very easily. Although we do love our library. I would only imagine so. Although the number of books you have here is quite impressive. Yes. And I've already uh, broached the subject with my brothers and sisters about us exchanging information. It's a worthy task. Certainly. Exchanging. Yes. Um, Definitely. Here are my coordinates. Mm-hmm. Not stealing. <laughs> it's not stealing if they give it to us. Yeah. Anyway, th- so, I didn't say that. So anyways, you guys retire for the evening and um, get up the next morning. And indeed, the rangers are waiting for you. And once again, you, they kind of lead you in odd directions. And is this the next day? Yeah, the next day. Okay, yeah. I'm going to use my hit day yeah. to, uh, the night before because I don't want to be one hit point down. That's just annoying. Yes. Do they have <laughs> paladins? It turns out they do, but they're very, very rare. Oh, look, a paladin. Hey, sir. And, and, <laughs> and, and the Winter Queen says to you that um, they, the gods that we follow here are different from the gods that you follow. And in fact, um, the, uh, the folks that can cast divine magic oftentimes have difficulty here in the Feywild. So it is good that you had very little difficulty yourselves. And they bid you adieu, and the rangers lead you back to that glade that you started with. Um, thankfully, the corpse flower has been dragged away or 
destroyed or something. It's no longer there polluting the air. And they that do was the meat for dinner last night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they do the, much the same thing as on the, your uh, journey here. They have a couple of uh, people that pour glowing bowls on the roots of a couple of oak trees. The filigree twines up the trees and pretty soon there's a, you know, a glowing gateway there. And you just walk back through and there's Maroka right in front of you. Whoa. Waiting for you. And she says, were you successful? Indeed we were. Oh, very good. Well, I will not hinder you, but we'll help you. We have a uh, detachment that will spirit you back to your treehouse as fast as possible. Yay! Thank you very speed. much. Live for speed. Yes. And you guys make it back to the treehouse without too much trouble. And that's where we're going to stop today. Okay, well, let's hear it for all the players here this time around. We don't play the tabaxi all that often, and I, you know, honestly, I uh, jumped the characters on the players when we first gave it a go with the tabaxi way back at long ago. So they've been kind of feeling their way around trying to figure out how these players really function. But I think they really hit stride, uh, especially uh, Owen with his uh, imaginary friend really getting into it. And, and uh, the whole group as a whole is, is sort of formed a, a tabaxi identity. It's kind of really interesting. But the other fun thing I wanted to highlight was the evolving nature of lore in our story. Uh, because it really is a group adventure. And so we had created this brass dragon sorcerer for Jesse to play. And it never occurred to us until just this episode, hey, wait a minute, Loquax is down in that end of the mare, and she's a brass dragon. So maybe she's her mom. Anyways, we'll have to see what happens with that. And then the other fun thing about this one was me trying to do an accent and not trying to do Galchabar all over again. It was all sorts of fun trying to stay away from that really easy old guy geezer voice. But somehow we did. Anyway, so what's going to happen next? It seems like the kitty cats have finally got some good leads on where to go for this spell book. But where will they go? Will they go to the old capital or will they go to Ubrim Concordia? We'll just have to find out about that in the next episode. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.